everybody. I hope you got your blankets. I hope you got your pillows and I hope you're cozy because it's time for Bucksport. Yay! I'm Aludra. I keep hearing awesome I am. And with me, as always, is my steadfast, steady companion, Ben. I am so steady that I can hold a tray with a lot of cups on it and it doesn't fall. Unless you're tired. Yes, unless I'm tired, which I, I mean, mm -hmm. I kind of am now. But so, okay, here's the greatest thing about right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, actually, it's the second greatest thing. First greatest thing, get to talk to you, get to hang out, oh, get to have yeah. fun. Yeah. Greatest mm -hmm. thing. Second greatest thing, it's cold outside and I love it. Mm -hmm. It is 52 degrees out currently, uh, which in some places is still pretty warm. But yeah. for here, that's that's just great. Yeah, it's, it's still so not nice like cool. heavy jacket weather for me. Like I can still go out in like shorts and like a, you know, like a sweatshirt or something like that and be fine. Yeah. But, oh, it's great. And I am so happy mm -hmm. about that. Uh, we actually haven't had our air conditioning running nonstop for a while, which is so great. Uh, it just means that winter is actually probably here in Arizona. Nice. I'm, I'm nice. excited about that. It's not technically winter in the Northern Hemisphere yet, but it's starting to feel like it, and yes. I'm excited. Yes, the temperature has fallen, which is why they call it fall. That's the only reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. the, the only one. Yep, exactly. You learn new stuff on Box Fort. Mm -hmm. Whether it be true or not, it's how you define your own reality, really. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. It just depends on your reality. Oh, Ben, autumn is great. I it, love autumn. It is. It's one of my favorite I am seasons. I'm so happy. And I'm so happy with it being cooler. Oh, my gosh. You have no idea how much I want it to be cooler all the time forever. I kind of do. I really do. I mm -hmm. mean, I don't know if I've ever said it or not, but like my parents came from Michigan, so I'm like very warm blooded. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that really has anything to do with anything. All I know is that I always exude a ton of heat and Nevermore enjoys that because she can snuggle up and be warm always. Unless yeah, it's summer, yeah, say, but not as much fun. They say in every relationship, there's a source and a sink. I also am the sink in the relationship uh, <laughs> with Thrax being the heat source. It's, it's, it's such a great pairing, except for when my feet are icy cold and he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, very good then. Very good. Uh, so with it being fall, uh, again, temperature falling. That's why it's called fall. Um, mm -hmm. What are you doing? Like, what have you been up to? I personally haven't been up to a ton, but I know that uh, you've been keeping busy. Oh, yeah. Well, pff, let's face it, Ben. I mean, there's only so many hours in a day. Yes. And that's sad. Oh, And with it getting night sooner, it's it's also a little sad. A little. But I do like that seasonal change. It makes me feel like... I don't know. I, I have always hated daylight savings because it's like we are so far removed from the natural world that the sun does not affect our our productivity. It's like that's not how it should work, dude. What's this daylight savings you speak of? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I think this is the last one we did, honestly, I over hope here. So. so I hope so. Uh, I'm looking forward to never doing it again. But I, I've been getting cozy it's warmer here at a 51 degrees than it has been, but oh, I've just been loving the cooler weather. It's so nice. It's so nice. It's Very just cool. so much easier. So 
Let's see. What have I been doing? Okay, so this last week I've been playing Final Fantasy 14 Shiv Yay! Which is Final Fantasy XIV A Realm Reborn, you know, with the free trial and blah, 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 rest of meme. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> so I got to level uh, like 90, 100? I don't know. I got to level cap you and I played high. through the story. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I played through the story and oh man. So the, I hadn't done it yet because. I found part of the story horribly boring. And if I only knew I was this close to good story. Like, guys, I was millimeters. I was millimeters away from good story. <laughs> and I, I let it go. So I picked it up because I was like, okay, there's Animal Crossing in this game. And I can't get to it till I beat the story. Okay. And then it picked it up. And I was like, oh, my God, this story. But then it got interesting with time travel and, you know, finding out more history and lore and seeing things get wrapped up and going to places that weren't on the map. And so I was really excited. I had a really good time. They only gave me four days and I wanted to play on an island. But the story <laughs> was really good. Uh, I had a great time going through it. Guys, if you're close, just get to there. Trust me, you're gonna love it. Story really picks up around 85, <laughs> which is really terrible to say. But from everything I've heard, like the expansion stories are supposed to be really good. So they like going are really up through good. the ranks, it's pretty great. But there's politics in the way of saving the world. And those politics make you just want to throttle someone because it's like, no, we're not going to help because we are totally above all this. It's like the world is ending. You're above that? Yes. Yes, we are. It's one of the best things about Mass Effect is you literally have options to punch people when things like that happen. Yeah, I was like, uh, you guys, you, you mind if I punch your dad? And they were kind of like, no, I don't mind. But then the game wouldn't let me. So <laughs> I knew the twins wouldn't mind at all. And, I, you know, I bet you I could sell tickets to this event. Yeah. Just bap him. Just break his nose. One good punch. And I know I can do it. I know I can do it. So, yeah. But, no. And I got a cool unicorn outfit. And I felt, ooh, dark unicorn. I'm so cool and edgy. And then they gave me a shiny red outfit. And I was like, ooh, shiny red outfit. It's like you know me. <laughs> and then, so I beat the story. And I'm like, there was so much story going on, Ben, that I was able to knit this hat during the cutscenes. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it's a knit hat, guys. <laughs> I mean, just just so that people know the size on this, it's like, you know that, that uh, nacho sombrero that Homer wears at the football game? It's not that big. It's like no, a it's beanie. Not. But it's a beanie. <laughs> had you going for a second there. Yeah, yeah, totally did. But no, that was just during the cutscenes because... If I get too distracted with something else, but I can't just sit still and watch something, it's this whole problem I have. So I just started knitting, and yeah, I finished a beanie watching the cutscenes. But it was really good story. It wrapped up everything pretty well. I was, like, yelling at a guy at the end. I'm like, you know, you suck. <laughs> you know, it was just... NPC guy. Yeah, yeah. There's an NPC villain who keeps coming back. He used to have a golf bag full of swords, like, literally a <laughs> golf bag. Swords, and I called him Senor Strawhair 
because the rendering on his hair always made it look extra dry, but it was long blonde hair, so really bad. Not so, cloud bad, but you know. So he's like an upgrade of Casey Jones from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Instead of like Please. golf clubs and baseball bats and stuff, he's got swords. No, man. I changed his name midway through to Pizza Cutter because he is all <laughs> edge and no point. No point whatsoever. Man, this guy is so edgy. He was he introduced the Reaper class into the story, and it's Ooh. like a scythe is a terrible weapon to fight with, guys. It's a ter- It's just there for the aesthetic. Yeah, and that's that's all this guy is 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 walking aesthetic. So I'm just going around going, all right, all right, and then he shows up and he's like, "You owe me a fight." I'm like, "I don't owe you anything." <laughs> then he pulls out I a sword from his golf nothing. bag. I'm like. No, 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 he abandoned it because he picked the scythe. And oh. thus, reapers are in the game now, and you can fight with a scythe. And I'm still sitting there going, that is a terrible weapon to fight with. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, but I, I made it through the story. I beat him up again and, <laughs> and walked away, and all my friends were happy, and there was a pizza party, and we all celebrated, and the world was saved thanks to us. And I was really excited, and I watched all the end cutscenes, and there were quite a few. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and uh, so I got through all the story, and I was like, yay! And now to the island adventure! So I go, and I get my little island, and they're like, yeah, you need to gather resources and, and build up the island. the Animal island. Crossing part? Yeah, that's the Animal Crossing part. And I was like, score! And so I start gathering up materials, and I've already built, like, one thing on it, and I'm half an hour into it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm doing awesome, and the game went, hold on, we have detected a freeloader. Totally booted me half an hour. (laughs) I'm like, oh my god, I cut that so fine. I cut that so close. Yeah. Because not only am I, like, digesting this huge moral implications of the story, which is huge and deep and profound, and of course it is, and, and you know, one of those moments in a video game that makes you stop and look at your life and go, huh, what path am I choosing? But also I was on an island adventure and they kicked me off. <laughs> well, you know, that's that's pretty great, I guess. I mean, you got a ton out of it. I'm uh, uh, really, really proud of you for that i mean yeah to be able to actually get in get what you need level up fully i mean that's pretty good yeah but half an hour of buffer space that is nothing in this game it could have kicked me out mid cutscene at the end and i still wouldn't know how it ended oh i know that is that is so so fine in these jrpg games Oh, because of course I didn't write down the exact time I started playing on the free trial, so I'd know I only have till nine fifteen. Well, of course. Yeah, but it was it was really good. I had a lot of fun. The story's great. I might turn her into a bunny now, as that the essential story arc since the vanilla game is now closed. Okay. Since it, before the realm was reborn, that story is now closed. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, then we are you going to start calling it bunny girls or keep calling it cat girls? Uh, I'll probably still call it cat girls because I'm just that. I'm just that person. Just stuck. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, it's funny because, you know, we, we talked about it like a long time ago when I was, you know, dabbling in Final Fantasy. And this is after I, mm-hmm. you know, quit playing WoW and everything. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm just not into an MMO right now. 
Like I, I don't have the feeling for it. Like I get that it's, you know, very single player focused and all that and everything. It just, you know, didn't really kind of sink its teeth into me and everything. And so I'm glad that, you know, definitely that people are still finding a lot of fun in it and that the story is as awesome as you say, because mm-hmm. I mean, that's something that's really important in an MMO, which. Oh yeah. Is... I actually. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm turning. I actually I'm turn- find this. Oh, I actually find it's really hard to play that game, not because there's nothing to do, but there are so many things to do that I feel like, oh, God, what should I do? And then you end up standing there doing nothing. And I'm like, no. So the last time I I had game time, I actually wrote a list of things to do (laughs) so I could be like, okay, here are a list of attainable goals that I want to attain. And, you know, so that way when I logged on, it's not like I have to stick to it. But if I know what my options are, it's way easier mm-hmm. for me to make a choice instead of blah, you're here now. Exactly. Have fun. It's like you here are your uh, arrows to 20 different locations. Go. Not even that, man. There's like I, I usually cut and just directly do things like the, the main story quest. I've got things from three expansions ago. I still haven't. I've got things in the vanilla game. I still haven't wrapped up nicely <laughs> because it's like, all right, yes, you've done the raid. You've done the raid on hard mode. But did you know there's a like, I think it's called like insanity or something. Why don't you go do that raid again on insanity? I'm like, no, I'm good. Thanks. That's a level of coordination that I as a person cannot actually keep up with. Mm-hmm. For for these insane trials and stuff like like my friends in the guild and stuff, they're they're really good about like, hey, it's mandatory fun night. Come on, come on, which that name cracks me up. And <laughs> me too. Yeah. But, you know, whatever you need to do, we'll do it. And it's like, yeah, I still don't want to do this hard mode because sometimes I'll be like, OK, I've got to do this story quest. And they're like, all right, everybody strap in, because sometimes the story quest version is harder than the raid version you're going to have to do. Oh, wow. And then everybody's like, all right, strap in. We're doing this on story mode. And everybody goes, oh, not story mode. You don't even get a reward for doing it on story <laughs> mode. And we're talking raid tiered people. And it's like, yeah, sorry, I just can't find a pug for this. And they're like, we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we know. Yeah, but so uh kind of kind of switching gears a little bit here. Speaking of story mm-hmm. and you know, keeping everybody invested, mm-hmm. um one of the big reasons why I fell out of wow is because the story just you know didn't connect, didn't continue as fast as I felt like I needed it to and everything. Yeah. So now that a new expansion Grind. has come out. And the story involves dragons, which is like my favorite thing in that game. Mm -hmm. It's weird not playing it. Do you know, I always figured that this is their Hail Mary move. You know, dragons, dragon flight. People have been speculating that the next expansion is going to be dragon flight since vanilla. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. there, There was wild speculation back in the day. Yes, I'm a vanilla player, guys. Uh, that the expansion would be like the Emerald Dream, mm-hmm. and and it, they they kind of give it to you eventually. Like yeah, we got a like, raid, yeah. No, no, no. We we got it. The previous expansion, pick a guild, any guild, and one of them was kind of the Emerald Dream. Oh, yeah, yeah kind of. 
But yeah. then they give it to you in a way where you're like, I don't want this at all. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the thing is. My is... hunter was in the Emerald Dream story plot guild place thing person idea. Yeah. And, you know, we're there with you, Sarah, and everything. But it's also the afterlife. But it's also the Emerald Dream. But it's also a massive chore grind. Well, I mean, the whole expansion was, but. You know, again, that's kind of one of the reasons uh, why stop playing fell out of yeah. it and everything. But anyways, moving on to Dragonflight. Yeah. I just, you know, seeing everybody get excited for it and stuff and mm -hmm. just not feeling that same excitement. It, it's something different and new because, you know, I I joined World of Warcraft um, right close to when the Isle of Kildanus came out. So in Burning Crusade. So kind of yeah, near the Burning end of Crusade, that. The end of Burning Crusade, yeah. actually. Um, you know, I've, I've met a ton of great friends, including you. Um, yeah. I, I met the love of my life through WoW. You know, I've, I've met in, you know, it had that as part of my life for a long time. In fact, it's one of the big things that got me into podcasting mm -hmm. and a ton of that and a ton of stuff like that. Azeroth so, Roundtable. Yes. Yeah. Well, even before that, Arcanum of Azeroth, which yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's it, a throwback, guys. It's just real weird to all of a sudden be like, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. And yeah, like I don't have like FOMO, you know, like the fear of mm -hmm. missing out. I I can check on the story completely just by you know looking into like wikis and stuff like that, or going to Wowhead or YouTube. whatever. Yeah. Yep. But. Like just watching some of the reactions uh, in our our old raid team's Discord, you know, saying, "Oh, I've done this. I've done this many quests. And this is what I've been kind of going through and stuff." And I'm just like, "Yeah, I don't really want to do it." I'm. It's an end of an era, and this is like a decades long era for my life. Mm -hmm. So I imagine you know you're feeling the same way. What with just the end of a uh, burning yeah, crusade, still decades. So. Yeah, it's still decades, and that's a long time for anything. And and like you said, World of Warcraft was once a very big part of our lives mm -hmm. and and introduced us to people and hobbies that we're still following through to this day. I mean, we're doing this. We, we couldn't be doing Battle Pets right now. No. Because neither of us are in the game. But in another way, we also could be doing battle pets because the information's out there. The only thing I feel like I'm missing out on, I, I kid you not, the only thing I want to do is I'd like to see the character creation of the new race. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to play a new character because then you got to start over from dirt mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> with all the reps and, and the questing and the leveling. And it's just, oh, no, thank you. I don't want to do that. I, I want to play the game, but not the entire game. And I think that's where they're really messing up here. Like, in Final Fantasy, th they've even gone back and streamlined this main story quest because that is the game. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's a billion things I haven't done. Like, if I go back to the, the Far East and everything in Kugane and all of that, there are quests all over the main story city that I haven't even breathed on and and they they breathe so much life into the world yeah they are deep down underneath please go kill 15 mobs for me but they also present it in such a way 
that it's not like as grindy. It's like, no, I, I need these things to die because of ecosystem balance or I want its fur for a hat because I want to propose or, you know, yeah. there's various other reasons that make you feel more involved in the world than go kill 15 zebras and bring me four hooves. So, and I mean, well, a lot of it too really comes down to just your own personal motivation for it. Cause yeah. you know, I wanted to get through story so much in, you know, previous expansions and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well here's these side quests that have nothing to do with the story. And now they're marked that way, but you still have to do at least some of them in order to, to be able to level and progress. So yeah. like I, I always had a, a weird point of that. It's like, well, why don't you make all of them like, somehow relate to the story and then just you have to do them you know like like that kind of didn't make sense to me so kind of going forward and looking at this it's like you know the last game that i played that had a whole like a list of tasks to do that's a quest line and everything was disney dreamlight valley Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to do all that stuff because I wanted to progress and move forward and bring new things into the valley and everything. Because by doing that stuff, as silly as it was to collect 200 rock and 5 billion iron and yeah, everything to like make a stupid clock tower that I mean, granted, Thank you, Minnie Mouse. Yeah, thanks, Minnie. Um, but granted, it, it's kind of cool looking like it I still I still wanted to do that to bring in everything to kind of unlock the next step and everything. So it, it's almost like the, the the questing experience now, at least from, you know, when we used to play and everything, it really wasn't adding to the experience. It was just there to make you do it. And yeah, I think I- that's kind of what really you know, killed it for me. And mm-hmm. from what I hear, like the questing experience is supposed to be pretty good. And a lot of people are enjoying it, but at the same time, I wonder if it's because, Hey, it's just a lot of new quests and story versus actually good questing. Or, or if it's, you know, did they put in the extra effort, but then you still have to go all the way from the bottom, mm-hmm. all the way to the top and get an insane number of levels. I think, honestly, when it comes to MMO design, I know big flashy light ding make monkey brain go yay, and that's very important for keeping people addicted. But I I think, honestly, they need to do away with levels and really focus on story. So that way you're wanting to go forward because of the story and and, and not because, okay, and now I got to go over here and kill 15 things because then I'll have enough XP glowies to fill up the bar so that I can glow and then everybody will talk to me again. Yeah. It's more like, no, uh, the okay, I can't help them because to, to continue with the story, we need to rebuild more of the town that's been struck by calamity. And so you go around helping everybody because this is what I did several times in Final Fantasy and it wasn't even required for me to keep up with the MSQ. Mm-hmm. I just felt bad for the people around me and wanted to help them rebuild. Oh, yeah. And, and that's amazing. And they still have levels in that game. But it's such good storytelling where you feel like emotionally hurt by the people's plight that you're like, I know I don't have to do these quests, but I'm going to. Because even though these are just ones and zeros and pixels, 
I want to make their lives better as the hero I'm portraying. Exactly. So I honestly think that MMO soon might give up the ghosts on leveling because nobody wants to start at level one and then, okay, you need to hit level 110. And honestly, the game's not fun until level 105 because that's all the new content we're keeping mm-hmm. you from. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why WoW did the level squish in the first place. But, but now the new squishing. cap is 70. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you wanted to make one of those new characters, I don't know if it's a quote unquote heroic class. So I don't know if it actually starts at one or not. Uh, And I'm not going to look it up because I don't need to know. And do I need to max out rep on a different character before I can even play the elf with the cool hair? That is some BS. That that. That about did 50% of the work of getting me out of World of Warcraft. Yeah. That I couldn't show somebody cool box art of a character with star- this elven lady with stars in her hair and an ombre look and go to my friend and go, you can be that right now. No. Instead, they were like, can I be this elf? And I'd have to go, actually, no, you have to level a character up to level 110. And then you have to go back and you have to grind with this other character. You have to grind experience out until you're your one character that you didn't want to play in the first place is at max rep rep reputation. Mm-hmm. Ah, yep. Sorry. That word got stuck. Yeah, that's fine. Reputation. And then you can play the character that you wanted to play from the beginning. And it's like, yeah, no, it's that killed it for me. 50% like, of the fun gone. A, a lot of it comes down to like the MMO model is so old and mm-hmm. like game styles have progressed so much. Like if you look at something mm-hmm. like Fortnite, which is entirely different than an MMO, I understand yeah. that. I'm not saying that it's the same thing. Or League of Legends. Yeah. yeah. But if you look at them, there's constantly people playing. There's constantly people like doing things. They bring in content patches all the time and add yeah. new things. Levels don't matter. Um, Sea of Thieves is a great example of this, too. I love Sea of Thieves. I love playing it. You know, Nevermore and I have a bunch of fun. I have my own like galleon. It's a four person ship because they Mm -hmm. they added captaincy. So you can actually name your ship and decorate it and do stuff like how you want. It's called Poseidon's Bane, by the way. Very cool. Oh, I was going to say, do you have an aluminum falcon? No, I do not. <laughs> okay. Now, that might be what I may name my sloop once I buy one. But yeah, nice. Um, but the, the thing about that is, is that so, you know, Nevermore and I, we've been playing for a long time. We're actually both pirate legends at this point, which means that you've gotten three reps up to 50. Wow. Which, I mean, it, it took us a while. Some other people just mm-hmm. blow through it, whatever. But, you know, we're kind of just playing by our own way and, yeah, and you, know, you guys play yeah. you guys play quietly off to yeah. the side but the fun thing is is you can jump in and join us like yeah i could you've never played at all and we're doing the same exact content together mm-hmm. now the only difference is that every single thing that we've collected in this game it's entirely cosmetic there is nothing yeah. that gives you advantage like this sword that i have is the same as your starter sword and i have been playing for it's 70 hours or something yeah and, exactly and yeah yeah they did that phoenix thing for a while there and mm-hmm. i was that was real tempting but. yeah and like one of the things that they have is um which each season of content that they have um, mm-hmm. They have just your progression. It's it's renowned. So you can go up to level 100 with each each one. Now, mm-hmm. this is where they get their money. There's something called the plunder pass, which you can buy as well, which gives you more stuff as you level up. Yeah. So like the difference between this and like some of the battle passes I've seen, like like if you look at Overwatch 2, if you mm-hmm. don't buy that battle pass or, or whatever it's called, you yeah. get crap. 
Like absolutely nothing. nothing. But with Sea of Thieves, you get costumes, you get equipment, you get like just tons of stuff. Yeah, you might not get the cool ship sail or the figurehead. A ship sail of a different Mm -hmm. design. It's not even like just a color variant. It's like an entirely different design. And you buy the plunder pass, you get again just basically double rewards. So Mm -hmm. like I know we've stepped a long way away from an MMO at this point, no, but but no, that's the not. kind we're of gameplay game design. Yeah, that's the kind of gameplay and design that I'm leaning more towards because I don't really think that I want to invest like, you know, another 30 hours into leveling up and expansion and stuff when I know I'm not going to raid. And yeah. it, it's like, OK, I get to end game. Now what? I've experienced the content in the story. But now because of how slowly like drip fed that story is, I've got to wait mm-hmm. six months in order for something new to come. So it's just one of those things where I think I'm yeah. good. And they time gate story. Now, I understand time gating some things, but story and then then story now in World of Warcraft isn't even in the game. No, no. To get the true story impact, you have to buy all these tchotchkes, the comic books, the the books, the watch this video, mm-hmm. you know, do this thing. There's a side quest over here at McDonald's. I don't know. But <laughs> I wouldn't I'm be sure surprised. if they could get that McDonald's tie in, it would yeah. be there. Well, but, and, and on top of that, too, it's like if if I'm a player who goes through and I just like questing in, in you know, you get your story in the quest. What if I don't raid? Well, that's where the quest, the story continues. So yeah, it's like it you're, you're, being, you're being cut off from that story and the whole point. Um, something that Final Fantasy does, at least from what I've heard, is that you get your expansion, the main story, through the end of the leveling process. Mm-hmm. And then the next content comes in. It's a new story. And it is a new story. that would be something that, again, if it changed to something chapter. like that it would be more appealing to me because you get that finish. Um, One of the reasons I could never watch Lost is because they kept introducing more mystery into it than actually Mm -hmm. ever answering any questions. And again, that's the same sort of thing. It's like you're giving no closure to anything that you've set up. And I mean, one of the the biggest things I said on art all the time was there's still a giant sword in Azeroth. Yeah. Yeah. They they just look at it and go, ah, I don't want to tell that story. So we're not gonna, we're never going to finish this. There are so many loose threads in world of Mm -hmm. Warcraft and something I really, really like. This is why I'm still playing final fantasy is that if you are not a raider, that's fine. You can still progress. Yeah. Like sometimes there are things you have to raid, but it's so easy to pug that everybody I've had two negative experiences in looking for group. Two. And I do a lot of... I do my daily dungeon. Every day I have Mm -hmm. a sub as I do a dungeon. Uh, I guess you could count the third one, but that was... Hey, you know Dantra's are ranged attacks, right? You you don't have to be in melee range and me going, what? And my world shattering. But <laughs> that was that was entirely different. That wasn't even that was negative. Helpful. That was just me. Yeah. <laughs> but like you can get raider quality gear by killing monsters that pop up all over the world. Yeah. Then they, they drop currency and then you can get raid quality gear. And yes, there is some story in the raids. But it's not usually connected to much. Yeah. And, and gosh, don't even get me uh, like started on gear progression and 
how mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, if you don't raid, you can't have good gear. It's like, yeah, that whole concept. And it, there's just, there, there's a lot of culture in world of Warcraft that is against, again, the casual player. And mm-hmm. that's what I've turned into. And me too. Uh, again, looking at something like, like dreamlight Valley, we were not, not exactly complaining, but talking about how fast we got through the scar stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was what, maybe a month ago or something. Yeah. Well, uh, spoilers for possible future talking on this episode, but the next content is coming next week. And you know what? I'll blow through it in probably a day or two and I'll be happy because it's something new and cool. And you know what? I'm not dedicating my entire life to grinding through something. Yeah. Yeah. The the most grindy thing about Dreamlight is, uh, you know, leveling your friend, your new friend in your party. And even that I find to be. It's so easy to do. <laughs> easy to do. Even if no matter what job you pick for him, you just go, hey, man, let's hang out. Let's hang out today. Just you and me, man. Three and hours. Love friends. My gameplay. And they are like, yes. And then anything you do with them builds friendship with them because they're like, I'm hanging out with my buddy and my buddy chose me today. And that is really cool. And mm-hmm. we're not doing my favorite thing, but we're doing things. And I like that. And. Even the leveling in Dreamlight Valley seemed more like personal growth than you have to hit X level to open Y yeah. storyline. It's like you, you so. got a special thing when you level. It's like, oh, I have mm-hmm. this now. Okay, cool. A hat. Yeah. Hats are nice. And I, yeah. Wow. Oh. I look like a villain if I put on all this, this later set of clothing that I got from leveling. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it, it's just one of those things where, again, they're, they're not looking for... You know, you have to log in every single day. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. And if I'm paying 15 bucks a month, yeah, I want there to be content, but I don't want it to be another job. And I don't want it to be something like now opening the chest to get your daily reward takes 15 seconds for you to do, which adds literal years to total played game time, which looks really great to the investors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that sort of thing, you know, adding uh, uh, a cooldown, I don't know, a casting time, a casting time to something like opening your rewards chest so it looks better for investors. It just, it killed so much for me. Yeah. I mean, I didn't do the weekly chest stuff. I didn't have the time to do the weekly <laughs> chest stuff. But it, I mean... To make it that, it, it just seems so nickely and dimey. Like we're yeah. not caring about your experience here. Yeah, and it, it's 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 um, not giving you the the want to log in. It's the mm-hmm. making you log in, and that's yeah, the thing. The requirement. The, the, yeah, the content should be uh, appealing enough that you want to join it. Yeah, yeah, because it's like. Well, if you don't log in, you're going to fall behind. And if you fall behind, your raid team won't like you because you're going to be against you're going to be lower in the progression and you're not going to have the cool tool that we're going to give you with a month of grinding so that when you go into the the raid, you on your team won't have that tool, which will lower everybody's percentage. And then you'll get replaced because you didn't have time last Thursday. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly what happened to me this last expansion. But yeah, um. To bring it into a more positive look on, on yeah, everything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So the thing is, is that, again, a new WoW expansion is out. Dragons yeah, look happy. cool. 
Mm-hmm. And from what I've seen, a lot of people are really enjoying it. So if Blizzard has done things to make changes and, you know, has completely changed everything, I'm very happy for the people who are playing. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that so many people are enjoying it. Yeah, I'm really happy for them. I'm, I'm not feeling FOMO like I thought I would, which is shocking to me. It's kind of like, wow, this was such a big part of my life and an expansion came out. I am not playing it and I am really shocked. I'm not sadder about it is really what I'm going through right now. And the thing, honestly, the thing that I miss the most is that Dragonflight Collector's Edition box is just so pretty. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that I care most about with this right now. So, yeah. Yeah, but I ain't dropping a hundred 50 bucks on a game I'm not going to play. Oh, yeah, definitely not. No, I'm just saying the aesthetics of that looks good. But Oh, yeah. Like anyway. my Diablo 3 collector's mm-hmm. edition. Bo- it's so pretty, Ben. Oh, it's I know. So Got pretty. The same thing. I love it so much. But yeah. But anyways, so sorry for the long rant on that. It's it's kind of me putting to words what I'm feeling. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've spoken with Nevermore about it a little bit, but we didn't go like this in depth. Yeah. But thank you for letting me kind of air that out. And it, I I just reconvinced myself that, yeah, I really don't want to do it. So, yeah, I, it's like it sounds great. I I'd, like I said, I'd really like to build a character like mm-hmm. and have that character on my account. And then it's there and I can go. Yes. But also, no, because then I'd feel compelled to play that character and yeah. I don't have the time for that. I don't have the time. And it's like, oh, well, you can just buy a thing. It's like, yes, because money is just everywhere. <laughs> it's so everywhere. Yeah, exactly. And time for me, you know, that's always everywhere, too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. But, You're just uh, made of it. You know, I will tell you about a grind that I absolutely am still, still loving, though. See you, Thieves? Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Mm. I still have not yet gone back to the individual levels to try to get all the things in the level because I'm still going to planet to planet and just 100 percenting the you entire do that planet. In free play though. That's what I'm doing in free play. Yeah. 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 I'm saying because um, in order to get like the mini kits and the kyberics, like everything in the specific levels, you have to go to the specific level to do it. You can still do it in free play. Like, you know, still have all your different characters and stuff like that. But no, I'm just going around planet by planet, just finishing it off and having the best time. I'm running around as Ahsoka Tano and now I'm running around as Sabine Wren because the newest character packs came out like two weeks ago. So I'm like, I'm just picking up where Star Wars Rebels left off. And these two are running around together and doing stuff. And adventures. The flying the Millennium Falcon around because it's the best ship in the galaxy. Mm hmm. Definitely. Oh, I'm loving. I'm still loving that game. It is. It's so much fun. Bax and I beat the main story quests. Hey, good job. We've done all the movies. Good job. Yeah, and now we're at free play part, and it's like, oh, man, this is going to be a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you, it is. As someone who's gone through, again, planet by planet, unlocking stuff, it's going to take you a while. it's not just the stuff that's on the planet. It's it's space itself. Mm -hmm. There's so much to do in space. Like every single race, every single challenge. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And the thing is, is it's – it's cool. Like there's one or two quests that are like one or two like types of things that I'm just like, 
okay, it's one of these, but everything else I'm still really enjoying. Like all the jumping puzzles and stuff. I love like finding where a kyber brick is and then figuring out how to get it is still Mm -hmm. so much fun doing quests to unlock characters. It's really satisfying tons of fun. When you figure out that puzzle and you're like, like you walk into a a cave and it's like, okay, there's a kyber brick in front of me in a cage. I now know that I need, there's some switches somewhere Mm -hmm. for me to, to, to trip. Now I have to find them. Okay. I didn't find a switch, but I found a target and you hit it. It says one of four and you go, okay. So now I know I need three. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's great. And that, like there's, oh, there's this golden box over there. Okay. I need a bounty hunter for that. And mm-hmm. as you go through and you unlock all these different characters, it's like, there's so many fun, neat characters to kind of play around as, even though it's like, I kind of have my set few that I just stick with all the time. Like, yeah. Um, again, so I've got ah- ah- Ahsoka all the time. She's my Jedi. Um, I've got again, uh, Sabine now. Um, she, she's my bounty hunter. It used to be mm-hmm. Mando. All the time because, you know, he's great and Grogu comes along with him and stuff. Um, But let's see for like a random hero. I've got Rex now. Um, I'm apparently big into the the downloadable characters because they have, you know, from all the different uh, shows, too. Yeah. Um, For my Imperial guy, I got to go with Moff Tarkin. Um, For my scavenger, I've got Wicket walking around. Um, I actually, I'm using uh, R2KT for my astromech. I've got C3PO as my, you know, uh, protocol droid. And I mean, just, it's just fun being able to just kind of jump in, play around. It's like, oh, I need uh, uh, a protocol droid. Switch around, talk to this dude because he doesn't speak basic. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And I've leveled it up so that every time I translate something that hasn't been translated before, I just get more money. So why not? And yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah, us with our billions and billions of studs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, I went through, I unlocked all of the, uh, the capital ships and got all the Kyber bricks off of all of them, which are, those are a ton. Have, have you had any of those fights yet? Uh, we've had a lot of space fights. Okay. Where, where we'll, you know, cause you fly around and then you find the meteor and the meteor is where mm-hmm. you get your Kyber bricks in space. There's going to be one. You're going to find it. You kill it. But then Thrax is flying around and I'm chasing after a guy in a ship and he's like, what's this red circle? I'm like, I don't know. Because I don't know. Oh, yeah, the space battles. <laughs> yes. And he finds himself in the middle of a space battle and there's me over 2,000. I don't know. Kilometers away. I don't know. Kilometers, parsecs. No, parsecs a unit at a time. Um, nope. away. Nope, it's a unit of measurement. It is a, a unit distance. of measurement. Okay. So I'm like thousands of parsecs away. And I'm like, well, that sucks for you. I'll be there when I can get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but even then the space combat's really fun too. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah, it, it's it can be fly around, hard. shoot stuff, but yeah. It can be hard now and then when you're like, I need to hit the thing, and it's so precise. Now mm-hmm. and then it's like Something toggles in the game is like, you must be exactly precise with the steadiest of hands and the most Jedi of mindsets. And I'm, I don't have that. Yeah. I don't got that at all. I don't know if it's because I'm going through mostly single player or not, but like in the Falcon, like as I'm shooting, I see the blaster bolts like, like turn and aim towards <laughs> the ships. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yes. It's like I've got auto aim on. I'm like, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I just. There was one challenge that. 
our crosshairs were entirely wrong during. We were so <laughs> upset. We're like, why isn't it hitting where it says it should be hitting? I'm like, I don't know. Because I was even in like a plane and I stopped the plane. I like mm-hmm. stopped it. I was hovering like a hummingbird and it still wasn't hitting what I wanted it to. I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Randomizers on. Let's go. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. I, but uh, it, so now that you've beaten the whole like the story modes and stuff, um, there are things that you you might have to do to kind of unlock certain events yeah. to happen. Like, but if you like go back to Naboo, like there's a chance that a trade federation ship will just like, like jump out of hyperspace. Then if you attack it, like get its defenses <laughs> down, then you can land and take it over. And then, oh. then you have that as a, like a base that'll follow you around as you jump through systems and stuff. And it's, it's really cool. Yeah. The only reason why we haven't been playing the last couple nights is because I'm kind of sick. So mm-hmm. sorry if I cough. Uh, my concentration is like shot. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things where suddenly you find yourself watching the wrong screen and wondering why he's not jumping. And then you look back and realize you've been running around in the tiniest circle in the world and all the NPCs are huddled around you like genuinely concerned for your <laughs> yeah. well-being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've been there. Yeah. I understand. So, After like a long day of work and I'm just super tired, I just sit down and I'm like, let's go unlock some Kyra bricks. And I'm running around and I just kind of stop and close my eyes for a while. And then I wake up and I'm like, gotta get that Kyra brick. Woohoo. Let's climb over here and close my eyes. To where for am a I? <laughs> yeah. you, w- you wake back up and you're like, where even am I? Like, <laughs> I thought I was on Naboo. But, but this isn't Naboo. Somehow I'm on Mustafar. What is going yeah. on? This is Hoth. <laughs> Hoth is about as far from Naboo as you can get. Oh, you want to talk about puzzles and cool stuff? Hoth is a great place to go hunting for bricks and people and stuff. That is a fun level. There was in Hoth this thing with a satellite array on the ground. Oh, yeah, the tracks. actual level. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Driving Thrax crazy. And I wasn't anywhere near it. I was just running around, shooting things, making on a tauntaun, just running around with joy in my heart. And he (laughs) is like getting so mad at this thing. So I go over and, you know, I I don't understand what he's getting at. And then finally I go, oh, no, it's supposed to be a pass. He's trying to get them all to aim at each other. Mm hmm. And I'm like, no, it's supposed to be a path where you take the line and you go zigzag. So, guys, in case you're stuck, you're supposed to make a path from the starting dish that cannot move and zigzag it around to the wreckage. And that'll tell the wreckage to open its door. Yep. (laughs) And uh, that that notation was a bit lost on us at first until I noticed what the beam was doing. And that one did not move. I'm like, Oh, well I've done this on cool math games, cool math <laughs> games. Shout out candystand.com. Shout out. You know, I've done this on other games. So this is what we need to do. And so I just aim them a little bit. He's like, Thank you. I'm like, yeah, I had to cross the map. I lost my Tauntaun in the great beyond. <laughs> I was working on a puzzle. I still never found. 
Was it the I never uh, found w- back up? Was it the the destroy all the snowmen puzzle? Because there's like six snowmen was you need to so kill. Fun. But no, no, no. It was this thing, and I just uncovered, and then there was a hovering thing, and I'm like, ooh. And he's like, can you just help me? And I'm like, yeah, I can help you. It's like, <laughs> because I've been there too, in the frustration with mm-hmm. this game. Sometimes oh, yeah. you you. On the Switch, it is so buggy that sometimes you have to close the entire game down and then go back to it. Ooh, that's never good. It's not good because things just don't click right in the, when they load in. So, yeah, so there's a lot of personal experimenting to find out, is this one of those situations where, okay, we have to leave and come back? Or is this one of those situations that, you know, we're just being dumb so, <laughs> yeah. love the game buggy oh my gosh and nintendo i don't know what's going on with their quality control but between this and rune factory 5 i'm a bit disappointed guys hmm. that's no good no it's not it's nintendo uh <clears throat> excuse me uh anything else in skywalker saga that uh let me see let me check my notes here because I did write it down. Yes, you did. In fact, I'm looking at them, mm-hmm. but I was going to let you bring them up. Okay. I'm sorry, but I got a scavenger pretty early on in the story playthrough. <laughs> and they're like, I have no idea what to do with this scavenger door. Even though the game says use this character and you're standing there with your stupid sand person and you're going, hmm, I kind of wish that Anakin had gotten to you too, sir. If you can't even open this door that has your face on it. Not yeah. that the dark side's something you should strive for in your everyday life, kids. Generally not. Genuinely not. But um, yeah, so then it turns out we had to Google this. You have to find... The scavenger, uh, uh, blueprints. No, not the blueprints. It, it was the tutorial. Oh yeah. And they present it as blueprints. And where are those? It's in Ewok Land, and we were upset yep. because this stupid little thing we can't do. We have the appropriate character, but we're not allowed to be a scavenger. And it's not even like. Hey, I'm on Endor. It's you have to play through the mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had that same deal. I started and off on the prequel. The end. Yeah. And so I started off on the prequel. So episode one. And mm-hmm. I had because I had the character pack, I had Queel from Mandalorian. So mm-hmm. the very like the, the opening credits happen and I have a scavenger. So yeah, when when you show up to Moss Espa and it's like shoot a net up there, it's like, I don't know how. Do this. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Hold how. A. Hold A is what we found online. And we're like, okay. And so we'd line ourselves up and hold A. And Nothing would happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So finally, it's like, I, I read, it's like, oh, yeah, well, the, the scavenger, you got to do this and blah, blah, blah. And then it's going to unlock and unlock. Tutorial. Like, yeah. Like, oh, unlock. Dang it. But uh, yeah, as soon as uh, I, I unlocked an Ewok and I went through and did all the, the, mm-hmm. the scavenger tutorial stuff, Wicket has not left my uh, my tap up to grab another character panel because oh, he it's Ray for me. makes everything for me. It's Ray for me. Scavenger Ray. Because uh, Ray's not my Jedi. It's that cool lady that 
has the impossible name and she's like wearing a headdress and a dress dress. She's my cool Jedi. And then Ray is my scavenger of choice. Luminara. Sure. I don't know. What, what does she look like other than headdress and dress dress? Headdress and dress dress. Um, so, okay. She's, so she's an alien. Yeah. Okay. Is she, does she have like pointy kind of things and, and head tails? So yeah, she's a twilight. Oh, I oh, Ayla Sakura. She's blue. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's her. Yeah. And I was like really happy. And so, yeah, she's my cool. I don't know any lore about her or even her name. So <laughs> it's just, there's no sentimental attachment. I just want a team of kick-ass girls. Yeah. That's kind of what I have going on. It's one of the reasons why instead of having my favorite character of all Star Wars come with me, uh, R2-D2, I have R2-KT with me because she's pretty mm-hmm. cool. And, and the fact that they I included have, her in the game is even more awesome. It's really fun. Uh, yeah. And my bounty hunter is the alien bounty hunter from the prequels. Oh, Zam Wessel? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's and, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, prequel. He's like, Bax is like. Because he's, he's using Boba Fett just all the time. Oh, Boba yeah. Fett. That's his, that's his dude. And he's like, who is that? I'm like, this is my Mandalorian. Because we just call them all Mandalorians, <laughs> even though they're bounty hunters. <laughs> this is my Mandalorian. He's like, yeah, but which one wore pink? <laughs> I'm like, the one who, who turns green and dies. He's like, oh. Now, are yeah, you using the, the alien too. face or the, the normal face? I use both. Because nice. sometimes I'll switch it up. I'm just like green face. And and I'm, we were running around Luke's planet and I was using her. So I was trying to get to something that I, I was going the wrong way. But I was so close. So I was pretty upset. And he's like, what is that? I'm like, that's a Mandalorian. Nice. Oh, so, okay. There's uh, two things I want to talk about before we, we stop. One of them is really quick just because mm-hmm. it involves a uh, story and stuff, which I'm not going to spoil. So I um, just wanted to say that last night, Nevermore and I, we went to the theater, the the movie theater. The movie theater. Um, it's oh. this, this, this great. It, it's actually a dine-in theater. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's not Alamo Draft House because those went bankrupt during the pandemic here. Um, Which sucks. Yeah. But it is uh, still like a dine-in theater. It's just like kind mm-hmm. of, I don't know if it's a mom and pop, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, so we went and saw Glass Onion last night, which it's the sequel to Knives Out. Or not sequel, but like, you know, the uh, Daniel Craig is, you know, the detective mm-hmm. in both of them. So, you know, not not sequel, sequel. Um but it's it was only out for one week. In fact, tonight is the last night. The night we're recording this is the last night that it's actually playing in theaters. Um, so we wanted to, you know, kind of jump in and see it and stuff uh, before it comes to Netflix on December 23rd. And mm-hmm. it was delightful. Um, we absolutely loved the first one. Knives Out was great. And this one had, you know, the, the same sort of feel to it. You know, it was it was written really well. Um I love the fact that it's like a mystery within a mystery and it's like kind of solved halfway through, but then you realize there's more going on and like it, it kind of turns on its head. There's a whole half of the movie left. Oh yeah, exactly. Something else is going on here, folks. But I mean, I, I just, Oh, it was great. I really enjoyed it. So that's all I'm going to say is when you get a chance, you know, when it pops on Netflix, take a watch is it's pretty darn good. Um, I'm very proud of myself because I figured out some of it. So, so I was very happy about that. Um, anyway, and then the other thing is, is that, um, I am slowly 
making my way through Batman, the animated series. And I had started this before Kevin Conroy's death um, because I, I, I know he was great. Um, He was awesome. But I I ended up getting like the box set off of Amazon for like super cheap a while ago and Mm -hmm. ended up getting a digital copy with it too. So I'm like, great. That makes it really easy to watch while I'm trying to go to sleep. So I got to say, like, I watched a ton of this when I was, you know, growing up when it was on, mm-hmm. you know, Fox Kids and everything. Um, the music is still fantastic, at least the opening it's, theme, because thank you, Danny the Elfman. The Art Deco look. Mm-hmm. The Art yeah, Deco the, look the of that cartoon. Created specifically for the show, animation mm-hmm. style is great. Um, although the animation is all over the place in this. It's really inconsistent. Yeah. I agree. I mean, it, it some episodes are just so good and smooth and it looks great. And then and the next episode comes on and Batman's moving all janky and like not mm-hmm. like a human being. Uh, thugs are like wobbly and weird looking and stuff. And so everybody's uh, eyes don't have whites. It's all flesh. Yeah, it's just, and then there's a black bead, but then it'll flash in and out of white. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like you you really leaned into the cheaper animation studio for this one. Didn't yeah, you? and it's funny because like it's it's broken up between like volumes one through four, mm-hmm. so it's not even broken up as seasons, and like episodes showed up like like really early on where it's like, again, the animation's amazing. Then the next one's just so bad. Like even in volume one, then I'm like, did they just jumble up the order on when these were like, you know, aired versus, you know, when they're intended and no, it's, it's how it's supposed to it's be. It's just wildly inconsistent. Yeah. But it's just wild. that being said, I still do love the show. The, the, mm-hmm. the voice work is still just top notch and absolutely oh, fantastic. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. So good. I mean, if you remember just any little bit of it, like Kevin Conroy is and always will be Batman. Anytime I mm-hmm. read a comic, um, just th- his voice, voice is what I hear. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like he's got such a great Bruce Wayne and difference between Bruce Wayne and Batman. Cause Batman's got yeah. the, the, the darker, like lower voice. Well, Bruce Wayne's just, he's like just such a happy guy. He's in the so animated dopey. Series. He's so dopey. Is honestly what it is. He's like, Hey, Oh, I don't know about that. Can you tell me? Yeah, it's like, wow, that sounds complicated. The episode where Poison Ivy's at is like, oh, so Pamela, would you like to go out on uh, out to dinner sometime? Like, just like super happy and everything. And just, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, like it's so he good. has this man has no problems in life. And it's like, yeah, I can see why people will get mad at you. But, you know, you might want to be a little more serious. And he's like, no, I have serious for nighttime. This is daytime. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's great. Mark Hamill as the Joker is still iconic. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely iconic. I love it. Um, and just, I love that this man went into vo- voice work just to give me that Joker. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. And oh, that is the Joker. Of, I mean, I used to watch the old show, not to go too far off the rails, like the mm-hmm. old show. Oh, with, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Adam West. Yes, the Adam West show. And when I read Golden Age comics, Batman, I hear Adam West. <laughs> yes, but, totally. <laughs> You know, back when Ricardo Montalban used to be the Joker mm-hmm. and he refused to shave his mustache, so they just painted it white. Oh, no, no. That was Cesar. Um... Cesar Romero yes. or Chavez. Yeah. Romero. Yeah. Cesar Romero. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. It looks so bad, but at the same time, it's like, it's so bad. 
I buy it's it. So great. <laughs> and and I love the nod to that with the gray ghost mm-hmm. episode. Oh, that was so much fun. And mm-hmm. just like the storytelling in a lot of these episodes is written just so well. It really um, is. Especially the the uh the Mr. Freeze episode is it's heartbreaking. You know he didn't have that lore? Oh really? Until the, the animated series? He didn't have he was just the ice themed villain until the animated series. Oh the whole man. thing with his wife and cryogenic freezing, all I'm done so for the show. I know. They they added so much to the mythos and lore mm-hmm. of Batman. Yeah, I mean, it, heck, they created okay. Harley Quinn, which is the only mm-hmm. good thing in the DC universe right now, essentially. Yeah. Uh, well, the movies, I mean, uh, except for The Suicide Squad. I forget which one's the newest one, but. The, the newer Suicide Squad, yeah, yes. New- oh, that's so good. Uh, anyways. It but, was uh, a fun movie, yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, animated series. Batman gets beaten up so much. And, and it's mm-hmm. like it's formulaic because, you know, he has to go up against whatever his challenge is. He's got to lose within the first 15 minutes so that he can come back mm-hmm. and defeat it at, at or be, the ladder or be absolutely baffled. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The ones where he's Batman, the detective are really, really good. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, like, yeah. So that's really awesome. Like, there's so many standout episodes that I can think of off. Like the one where he's incapacitated and the two kids are Batman for a while yeah, and really figuring good. things out. And oh, we were talking before the show about almost got him. One of the mm-hmm. best episodes where all the where all the villains are playing <laughs> poker and talking about the time they came closest to nailing Batman. <laughs> best part, killer cry. Well, uh, spoilers for a show that's been out for forever, yeah. but but. Yeah, Killer Croc is just Croc all in that. It, he stand out yeah. in that episode. But the best part is his whole story is I threw a rock at him. That's and it. And they just wait. They wait with bated breath, and then finally they go and, and he's like, and it almost hit him. It's like it was a big rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And oh, they're good. like, oh my god! Everybody else is coming up with these sinister plans. You know, mm-hmm. penguins got cassowaries and poison darted hummingbirds and stuff. And he's like, I threw a rock. Yeah. Uh, I mean. And then everybody's yelling at him, and he goes, "It was a big rock, you guys. What's the matter?" And then, um, best Joker episode is the 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 Joker's favor. Or favorite mm-hmm. for the or whatever it is, animation's not the best on that one, but the story is just fantastic. Is that the one good. where the the middle aged guy is his hobby? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where like he just kind yeah. of like essentially like, flips him off on the road. The door. Uh, that, that, like, that's all. That's it. You had me flying to town for this. And he's like, look at her. She's got her hands full. She is pushing a <laughs> cart. What kind of monster do you think I am? <laughs> exactly. You're the Joker, dude. Oh man. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. Overall, I'm so glad I'm going back and rewatching a lot of these. It's it's a great show, and I mean, with with Kevin Conroy passing and everything, it's just hitting so hard to the heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. So just good stuff, guys. Good stuff. Well, I'm also watching something from my childhood. Oh really? Yes, it it was known as the news. No matter what disclaimer there was, this show <laughs> was the news when we were kids. And it is Unsolved Mysteries. With oh, Robert I can hear the music. Stack. Yes, you can. We're in season two. And so far, three husbands have gone on to Unsolved Mysteries 
pleading for information about their wives, and they're the ones who murdered the wives. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, some of them, like, two of them were... These were the most uncomfortable interviews, and one guy was so slick, and we're like, he killed her. (laughs) (laughs) He killed her. This show actually ran, I found out. I didn't realize this. I thought it stopped in the the 90s, Mm -hmm. but it ran through the aughts. That's just so crazy. Yeah, like, it it hasn't been that long since there are new episodes, and now Netflix is making one, and it's like, oh, that's really weird that... it hasn't been that long, really. You know, Unsolved Mysteries is one of the reasons why when I was a kid, sometimes I would just be scared out in the world or home alone. Yeah, terrified of aliens. Thank mm-hmm. you, Unsolved Mysteries. But some of this stuff is just so wild. Like, back in the day, they're talking about, you know, this happened in the 70s in the first season because that was like 20 years ago. Yeah. Which is wild to think about. And then they were like... Well, three people saw him near the place where the murder happened on the day. So we locked him up for 85 years. And it's like, (laughs) that is the shabbiest evidence. And then they talk about how, you know, lie detector tests. And it's like, those those aren't really work. They don't at all. You put a tack in your shoe. You can have unethical lie Pro tip, put a tack in your shoe, say your name, stab your toe. It'll come off as false because your heart rate picks up because of the panic of, oh, my God, there's something on my toe. (laughs) And that's it. Uh, Your lie detector test is inadmissible. But, I mean, just being scared because the cops have you hooked up to a machine also can skew everything. So, And then they're like... Under hypnosis, we have found. And I'm like, that is so never true. I'm like, hold up, hold up. This is admissible evidence and that they put in court documents under hypnosis. Mm -hmm. He was able to remember more details about the crime. And I'm like, but when you're under hypnosis, everything is fed to you. Mm -hmm. Things were wild back then before DNA testing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, just wild. And it was also wild how easy it is. Like, I, I'm sure you can't do this today. But so, yeah, he moved 30 miles and started going by Bob and nobody found him for 15 years. And it's like from Timothy to Bob and that's all it took. Well, I mean, to be fair, at least it wasn't Timothy to Tim. Yeah, right. So, I mean, that's something. It's a story. One of these guys actually kept their nickname. Yeah, that's, oh man. I mean, some of these people are really stupid, but I mean, if if they're on Unsolved Mysteries, they've got to have some Mm -hmm. sort of intelligence to them at some point. I don't know, man. It just seems back in the day, it was way easier to get away with stuff. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. And and it's wild also to count how many shoulder pads you see in an episode. (laughs) Oh, that was the 80s and 90s. Yeah, it was. Oh man. And I love how it was like, this this program is not meant to be the news. I'm like, BS, man. When I was a kid, this was the news. We all watched because we could have the key to that murderer in Florida. (laughs) 
Exactly. You never know. You mm-hmm. might have seen him on a uh, on a day trip uh, up north, or yeah, you know, just walking to school one day. Or, or he could be our neighbor now. Man, Stranger Danger was really ratcheted up back in the day too. What? Well, that's because we were allowed to go anywhere we wanted. Until the Stranger Danger started happening. Yeah, that's true. It was kind of like like late '80s when that really hit, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Oh, Actually, man. it. it I think it was the the Walsh story we were talking about before the show uh, where the kid got kidnapped and and didn't meet a happy end. And then America's Most Wanted started airing Yeah, that that's really when Stranger Stranger Danger really started hitting. I can see that. I can see not the serial killers of the 70s. No, 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 of course not. One high profile case is really all it took. Exactly. But man, so far we've seen three guys just be like. Yeah, I can't believe has that. information. I can't believe that they about, went in there. Like, yeah, they they had to have been like coerced by you know the the quote unquote loved ones family members to go on or something. No, no, no. Because sometimes they will go on like the 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 w- missing wife. Because you know, let's face it, most of these are violence against women. Yeah. Um, the the missing woman's family will come on and be like, he declined an interview, and it's like, yeah, I get that. I wouldn't want to be. He's already being smeared, but you also have to have the wiki up when you watch this stuff, because it's like, even though they update it, they they only updated it for syndication and only so far, like so, so recent. So sometimes we'll pull up the wiki and go, nope, they never found this woman still. Wow. Or, or, uh, one guy, it was a really weird update that said he was arrested and then released after he was sentenced to prison time. He was later released. And we were like... Well, that's weird. This this thing really painted this guy to be a monster. What happened? Turns out, like the Innocence Project or whatever it is, like Project Innocence or, or something like that. Basically, this guy was innocent, and wow, they had gallons of evidence to prove this man was even innocent. That a unsolved mysteries didn't touch on, and b the courts would not allow in. But once, once like, this guy could afford a lawyer or his family got the money up for a real lawyer. And I was going to say, yeah, that that's a really bad defense attorney if, if yeah. that happened. Yeah. And it's like, holy cow, man. This thing just painted this guy out to be a monster. And, okay, granted, it's not on syndication. I'm watching this on YouTube. Type Unsolved Mysteries. There's a channel called Unsolved Mysteries. They have playlists of every season. And it's like... It's not airing anymore, but it's still out there that this guy was painted to be such a monster. And yeah, yeah. And and their update just said he was later released. And that's what made us Google him because we were like, why would he be later released? And it's like, oh, he was super innocent. This was all extremely circumstantial. Exactly. I got to say, um, one of my favorite Unsolved Mysteries things is mm-hmm. basically just from basketball. <laughs> did you ever see basketball? Yes, I did. Yeah. I saw that. That's all I'm going to say. Cause we can't talk about that movie at all on this show. Cause we were family mm-hmm. friendly, family but, friendly. But anyways, it was funny. It was it. It happened. How about that? We'll just put it down as that happened. So yeah, that works. That works. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's my that's what we're doing is like that kind of murder show. Well, you know what? As as far as murder shows go, something from the 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 
eighties, nineties, and aughts is uh, okay. I can't wait till we get to the aughts stuff because yeah. it's going to be so weird to see Robert Stack talking about you know stuff that happened when my when my kids were littles, when the mm-hmm. minions were littles. And it's going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember that swine flu, huh? <laughs> <You know? laughs> or the, the like, as you're watching, you see just the world changing around it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, here's when cell phones were, were, were like really first introduced and popular and just, like things like that. Like, that's going to be really interesting. Just kind of seeing the, the world through that that time machine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's already pretty wild. You know, they're talking about stuff that happened in the 50s in season one. Mm. Like this this couple went uh, whitewater rafting through the Grand Canyon uh, during their honeymoon. And then they were never seen again. And then later, like 50 years later, uh, a group's going through and somebody tells the ghost story of the couple that went missing. And the little lady went, no, I know what happened. I'm her. And spills the entire story <laughs> in the middle of the Grand Canyon. But this is still, like, pre-cell phones, so nobody recorded it. So they're like, oh, my God. And then they contact her later, and she's like, I have no idea what you were talking about. Because she confessed <laughs> to murder, murdering her husband because the tra- the trek was too dangerous. And oh he would not gosh. listen to reason. Oh, wow. <laughs> so just took out the gun and shot him. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, and then they contact her and her, and her family, and they're like, what? No. And she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And so now that was the insult. Was it her? We don't know. Because she can just, the cops come by, and they're like, she, they're like, hey, can we question you about this thing? And she goes, no. And the cops are like, okay, ma'am, bye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They really don't have any evidence yeah, I mean, or proof. It, it's it, all hearsay. Some guy it's a said year old cold case. So yeah, mm-hmm. some guy said you were in the Grand Canyon for vacation and confessed to murder. Is that true? What? No. What? And and they're just like, okay, ma'am, bye. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, that's great. Uh huh. It's so funny. So it's, it's part of the mystery is was it her? And I'm like, who knows? But if it was, dang, he really backed her in a corner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They didn't have enough food. They didn't have enough supplies, and he was dead set on being one, like the guy who lived in the Grand Canyon at the time was like, guys, you should winter here. That's how long ago this was. You should winter here and try this in the spring. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, and and he was like, nope, we got to do this because you know then they'd be like a record holder or something. And that was really important to this guy that they get through it. And she'd be like the first woman to do it. And she's like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, sometimes you just gotta listen, but no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. And then apparently she just, if that was her, she just up and changed her name, went by something else for the rest of her life. Yeah. Might as well. I mean, back then <laughs> you don't need the paperwork. Really didn't. It's just wild how different life used to be. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Eludra, mm-hmm. I have an unsolved mystery for you. Oh, no. Where do we go when we close up the box forts? That sounds really sad, actually. <laughs> we go and spend time with our families, which is yes, that we time. Do. <laughs> Yes, but it, it's still like I the did not mean to that. make it sound scary or sad or anything. Yeah, 
Where do we go when we close up the box forts? Oh, let's try this. Okay. Where do we go when we close up the box forts until next episode? Ah, yes. There you go. I go sit over there. (laughs) I'm I'm usually out that way somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. There we go. All right, Ben. (laughs) Thank you so much, everybody. So, uh... If you'd like to contact us, you can hit us up at boxfortshow at gmail.com. We both have access to that and read it. Uh, we're still on Twitter. For uh, now. The, the l- amazing site is crashing and burning around us. Uh, I am at uh, Ludra's Pets. Ben is at Ben Bumhofer. The show is at Battle Pets Show. Yep. We'll, and- we'll let you know where we land. Yeah, um, if you're looking for me now, though, I mean, again, Ben Bumhoffer on Twitter. Same name on uh, Instagram and Hive as well, if you're interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm still not sure where I'm going to end up. I'd like to avoid Facebook, so IG's out for me. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I did it to keep in touch with a couple friends. That's yeah, really exactly. Yeah. So... But uh, anyways, uh, if you like this episode, make sure to check out every single episode that we have released on your podcast player of choice, as well as on boxfortshow.com. Mm-hmm. And of course, tune in next time. We have fun here. Who knows what we we'll totally talk about? Do. I don't. I never yeah. do. That's why yeah. it's fun. Yeah, I definitely didn't think Batman the Animated Series and Unsolved Mysteries would be our combo pack tonight. But yeah, there we no go. Kidding. No kidding. All right. You know, I just think I figured out a show title anyways, or episode title, I should say. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, anyways, uh, if you want to hear more, uh, MMO talk, uh, I don't do that show anymore. So sorry. Um, but I do a couple <laughs> others. Uh, there's D and discussions, uh, where I, I, uh, have a show with my friend Ryan, where we talk about uh, Dungeons and Dragons in the player or DM perspective. And, uh, lastly, we, uh, have a, campaign show that we're playing uh or a persistent campaign show i should say called plus five to hits and uh, we have just gotten back into rhyme of the frost maiden and uh this newest episode that is either out or going to be out uh we're in a real tight spot we'll just leave it at that is it a cave <laughs> no it's a durgar fortress that's uh spoilers i said hey guys let's jump down this shaft cast feather fall on all of us and we went into the heart after basically just going right into the entrance so what what class are you playing uh bard yeah tracks yeah pretty much my bard would do the same hey guys let's just this looks like it goes down let's go down yeah it's bards are great we're in a tight spot that's all i'm gonna say yep Anyways, um, so everybody, thank you very much for listening to Box Fort. It's always a pleasure. And until next time, be good to each other. Thanks for listening. <laughs>